You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. Didn't hear it this week. Oh, you didn't? No. That's nice. I sure did. (laughs) Well, as long as I can't hear it, so that's all that matters. Yes. Well, hello and welcome everybody to episode 72 of Late Arrivals, the Hunter Drew episode. Sure is. Hunter Drew. We're uh, we're getting to the the real... We're getting uh, to the obscure Ducks players. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're this is like the grab bag of just yeah this guy played two seconds for the team but you know back in the nineties so off when the we top get, so when we I'll get to ahead. the seventy eighth and seventy nine episodes uh there's no players that worn those numbers so all right so we'll make someone up yeah <laughs> we'll we'll have AI create a player <laughs> yeah that sounds good. Well, we have games to talk about. Uh, some good, some bad. One that kind of embarrassing. We shouldn't have lost, but good thing uh, we get Kings to talk about that one it, first. The, the Kings made up for yeah. it. Um, they probably shouldn't have lost that game against the Sharks, but no. Man. I mean, with how the season's gone i'm not going to sit back and be like oh that was a must win cuz we're we're going to be bad so yeah we're at that point it's just accepting our fate and i don't think they played poorly it was just john gibson didn't have a great game and penalties again a couple defensive breakdowns yeah not great bob not great <laughs> i mean it's definitely not a lot to to write about for that one, that's for sure. Just I mean, Couture didn't score a goal, but it sucks that his first game back, he still gets a point. Oh, yeah. His injury sounded pretty pretty bad. Yeah. Can't stand that guy. It always feels like when the Ducks outshoot their opponents, they lose. Yeah. All the time. All yeah. the time. Honestly, Outshot I wish I him. thought of that. gonna say i wish i thought of that um earlier i could have looked at the, the record yeah it's, i'd be really interested to see that record because they it's probably a lot to a little uh i'm gonna say the discrepancy is probably very very high it's yeah it's probably an ugly number that's for sure as yeah. always I, I kept the notes on my end very short and sweet i just put who boy not ideal losing this one <laughs> I mean, yeah. my notes, my notes, literally, I just put frustrating loss, not much to enjoy here. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. Like there was this, I was annoyed with that loss. It's, so frust- this- it's frustrating, but I'm happy for all 15 people that saw the Sharks win. <laughs> but then Monday night rolled around around 11 o'clock at night. And when the Sharks beat the Kings, I didn't feel so bad after, after, after the Ducks losing to them. Don't you worry your little head, Lou. We'll get in on the Kings later. Oh, I can't I wait. Wanna... I, I know. Can't. Very, you were very excited. For... <laughs> I wish we had a soundboard so we could just... I wish we had a soundboard so we could just make sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> we should invest in one, to be honest. 
just get the little sound effects for like 15 minutes straight the little yeah. elgato, the little elgato board just hit little air horns every five seconds yeah or the nelson ha <laughs> <laughs> ha well they kind of gave us some hope playing the rangers but that fell apart and my my prediction powers uh unfortunately were right um <laughs> it was funny they were winning uh that entire second period and yeah. before the third started i looked at heather i was like they're gonna lose this game she's like they're winning it's like they're mm-hmm. they're they're gonna lose and that that yeah that, that is heather the case. Watch a lot of ducks games <clears throat> no <laughs> you could definitely that was a game that you could definitely feel that coming like they could have been up for nothing I still would have been like, yeah, they're going to lose this game. After that this... Mason McTavish goal that got disallowed, it just oh, yeah. went downhill from there. Yeah. Very true. I feel and like the... this season has had those snowballs <laughs> of just like one tiny little thing happens and just everything just derails. I don't know yeah. what it is about this year. It just feels worse than the years past. Yeah, like the the Silverberg disallowed goal, the the Batavish disallowed goal, like it always just like it's one penalty or one play that doesn't go the Ducks' way, and then everything just snowballs after that. Yeah, that game kind of exposed Greg Conant's system a little bit. In that game, it's hard saying that. I mean, we should have beat the Rangers just because they're one of the best teams in the league. But we're getting Henrique Stonks and gets the two lone yeah. goals in that game. He's so hot. he's hot lately. The 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 value yeah. keeps going up. And I mean You know whose value's going up? Jacob Silverberg. How about him, man? We'll talk about it more, but <laughs> that was a good transition, Lou. That's where I was going next. Yes. Yeah. Huh. I mean, who's calling, man? Who wants Henrique? <laughs> like who wants Henrique? Who wants Jacko. I mean, no one wants. No one's gonna get. No one's gonna take Silverberg. But I mean, they might if if he keeps this up. I mean, the Ducks might yeah. get like a seventh or six. <laughs> I mean, seventh that's better six. than a kick in the pants. <laughs> Shavings. Yeah. Here is oh, this. Uh, here is this bucket of snow that has melted, <laughs> so it is just dirty water from the rink. Is this Here does is this suffice? Here is our mascot's bath water. How did we transition to that? What the heck? I don't know. I thought of their mascot, and it reminds me of like a green gritty, and it just freaked me out for a what second. What mascot? The Stars mascot. Not at the Stars game yet, Chris. We're talking about the Sabers. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, we're talking about the Henry the... and Silverberg stonks. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of the stars. We're jumping ahead here. I'm so confused. (laughs) To stay on Henrique for a second, I'm not going to take credit for his success, but I did (laughs) say... um, But... (laughs) But uh, when Kalorn got hurt, I was like, they should put Henrique on the top line, get him better better teammates, might be able to get some more points, improve his value a little bit. And what has he done since? Uh, Did he get any points tonight? I don't think he did. He might have uh, had a point uh, on uh, Terry's Terry goal. goal. So I had the stats pulled up before the game tonight. 
where he had a. Uh, well, let me let me check. He had like four. He's like four goals and assists before tonight's game. Um. No. The Mel's uh, just just no proposed blame. a trade in the in the chat. Would you like to read it, Chris? Who did? Uh, the mouse. He uh. Oh, the mouse. He uh. Proposed a trade. Would you like to read it? I can. I mean, yeah. You have you have to because is it, is it, it's, is it it's for you. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's for, for you. you. It's for you. It's for you. <laughs> Answer the phone. <laughs> Answer the phone. <laughs> Henrique. Oh God! Get the hell out of here, <laughs> Henrique. All right, so Henrique to the Flyers. Henrique to Philly for Sean Walker in the Rocky statue. What was that? That tangent you went on Twitter the other day about the the Sens moms no, and the mom the, trip. Yeah, the You're Sens like, moms. really? You gotta go and stand in front of the statue. Uh, Chris, had, Chris, had a bad, Chris had a bad Sunday. That was a horrible Sunday. We started with um the the Senators' moms, um. You know, it's the mom's trip for the senators, and they were in Philly, and they all took a picture, a group picture of the Rocky statue, and it just, it just bothered me. I don't know, like it just felt like it was like a bob, like like when I say bothering me, I say like think of wearing a shirt while you have sunburn. That's that's how I feel <laughs> with the Rocky statue. That's just dedication to being a hater. <laughs> yeah, I respect it. <laughs> and that started off my Sunday. I'm like, oh great, you know, here I am waking up Sunday or yeah, Sunday morning. I want to watch some hockey or whatever, you know, early in the morning. And we got moms at the Rocky statue. Stupid. And then we get the Corey Perry news. You know him possibly signing with the Oilers, so that was annoying. And uh, then it just kind of went from there. I think the did the Ducks lose that day. They didn't play, did they? Uh, uh, yeah, they played the Rangers. That, that was, was the Ranger Rangers. game. That, that was the Ranger game. Okay, so yeah, then the Ducks lost to the Rangers, but before that, the Bills got eliminated from the playoffs by the Chiefs. So yeah, by a missed Sunday field wasn't. Goal. Yeah, shut up. Sunday <laughs> wasn't. That was just yes, adding to the to the badness. Sorry. Sunday wasn't the greatest of days. That's for sure. Well, to cheer you up, here's Henrik's stat line. Now they got to count it up. Since hey, getting moved to the first line, he's got five goal. Oh no, that's the last ten games. He's got four goals, two assists, six points in four games. And then overall in his last 11 games, he's got five goals, six assists. 11. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's 10 games. Sorry, not 11. 10 games. There's too many numbers. I'm not good with numbers. <laughs> we're, 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 not the, we're not the refined <laughs> stat podcast. We're the just guess and use intuition podcast. Yeah. Source, yeah. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> Um, Chris tweeted out a Jacob Silverberg stat. Sylvie Ua oh. Silverberg has four goals in his last six games, and yeah. three goals and four points in his last two. Mm -hmm. So this Swedish he is back. Yeah, he's so he back. He doesn't need those hips. He's back before he is uh, cast cast to the cornfield at the end of the season. <laughs> yep. It's gonna be sad. Um, we should note that Mason McTavish got moved to his line with Isaac Lundstrom in the last two good. games. They've they've looked pretty good. They've looked mm -hmm. really good. 
They Is looked it? really good in the Stars game because Sylphie. Did we talk heard... about the Buffalo game? Oh, yeah. I was gonna say Buffalo, but I accidentally said Stars. My brain That's is not working right now. We were we were on a, a Sylvie hat trick watch for a while. We were, yeah. I had my hat in my hand ready. Um, it was Angels Night. They finally won <laughs> on an Angels Night. It was Angels Night, and I want to say I hope that the uh, the person who won our contest, yeah, oh, seven one four. I hope that. I hope she had a great time. She had some nice. She had a nice view. She tagged us on Instagram. Oh, that's cool. So hopefully, hopefully she had fun. The Ducks one four two. Got a debut. Zellweger NHL oh, debut yeah. and his first point. Zellweger, he looked that carrot goal was actually pretty cool. To be honest, he looked fine in that game. That was more skill Uzi. than I've ever seen Sam Carrick display. Combined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, something took over his body for a second. Yeah, he was like, about... I need to score this for Zellweger. <laughs> we talk about how terrible the broadcast was, though. Oh my! I was, I was, I was getting, I was, I was like legitimately sitting on the couch, just frustrated because, yeah. As much as I have been a fan of Bucci's commentary, he he kind of has really good games and really bad ones. And I heard he was like the shutout like multiple times. He just kept talking about it. Yeah, I'm so glad I was at the game. And I will, I will say, I. I like um, AJ Malesko on the the color side of it. Um, she's I think she's really good. I I enjoy her um, calling games and stuff. But I'm usually I usually try not to complain too much about like the ESPN broadcast. Oh, I, I do enough complaining for everyone. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. ESPN is is terrible. Because I just I I'm, I just like that the NHL is back on ESPN, so I don't really care too much. Um, but that one stuck out for sure. Um, like Jake was saying, Bouchergras has some really good games that he calls and then some really bad. I feel like there's really no in-between. <laughs> You're kind of just getting one or the other, and that Ducks-Sabres one was was pretty bad. Um, it also seems like when they're in Anaheim, too, for whatever reason, the, the goals are delayed from the commentary, especially yeah. towards the end of the game, like when the Sabres scored their two goals it it was like he was reacting before it happened but he was just like it would be like quiet or like aj Belesco's like saying something and he'd just like scream <laughs> just like bro calm the fuck down yeah he would <laughs> yeah just... she'd be like mid-sentence ah and it's like a player crossing the blue line it's like jesus like what what's happening oh, it means... makes, makes you miss oh, john and hazy doesn't it not really. No, <laughs> I'm the only one who, who thinks that I'd rather listen to John and Hazy more than the national broadcast. Well, of I mean, if you want to hear about <laughs> someone being the master of the tip, but maybe. yeah, they were Blue just likes tonight. buttered toast. Blue just loves <laughs> his buttered toast, and he loves that it gets talked about on the Ducks broadcast at least once a game. He loves makes sound effects exchange. too that I I, I enjoy. Loves when players exchange pleasantries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start like almost we almost should start a drinking game where we should just take a shot every time Oller says, I beg your pardon. Because he messes up so much where he's always like, Beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. We should create like, a always... we should create a Ducks broadcast bingo chart. Of all the yeah, things they usually say during it, we, we honestly should. That'd be something fun to do, interactive during yeah. games. 
I would take the alcohol out of it because I kind of feel yeah. like you'd, you'd be trashed yeah. after a period. True. And we care but, about our uh, listeners' safety. Hey, maybe maybe that's <laughs> the fun of it is you just get so fucking wasted. Yeah. By the time he says it for the 30th time, you're just like, fuck, he did it again. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Bro, I, I feel thought, nothing. Uh, I thought Olin Zellweger looked good in his debut. It was a eventful so game for him, yeah. at least, mm-hmm. which yeah, it's not a bad thing. Played with Ilya Labushkin, who had one of his worst games. I thought Boosh. Labushkin, dude, Leo Carlson. Um, I thought I thought in the Buffalo game he had one of his best games I've seen him play. He didn't get it on stat sheet, but there was like a few passes he made. It were just like wow. If he and then that, scored that, that breakaway, between the legs. Oh, yeah, and then oh that God. breakaway where he, he uh, drew that penalty. Mm-hmm. That was... He's the, yeah, he's that the best little, player right now. Yeah, that I little think. dangle that he did. That, oh, yeah. my God. If he would have scored that, I would have lost it. I probably wouldn't have been, been able to finish the game. <laughs> he's just he's so dangerous. It, that's scary. He's only going to yeah. get better. Yeah. He's like, what, 19? Um, just turned 19? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I will say um, for that Duck Sabers game, thankfully the Ducks won. Um, I got to shove that in my family's face. It was wonderful. I was a little scared towards the end, you know. Um, hey, Eugene Krebs, motherfucker, was <laughs> being up three nothing, the and then uh, you know the Sabers. There were for like five minutes left, and the Sabers like, wait a second, we we are playing hockey tonight. You know, this isn't just a, you know, a morning skate anymore. We're actually playing a game. They decided to score two goals really quick on us, and it was getting kind of hairy there. Um, shout out to um, Sean DePaz of the um, What Chaos podcast. Um, he was giving me some issues because he's a big Sabres guy. He's also from Buffalo, so shout out to him. Go listen to What Chaos. It's a great podcast. But thankfully, and, the Ducks uh, pulled that out. Uh, uh Brent Thompson and Craig Johnson played against their kids. Yeah, that was cool seeing uh, Tage Thompson play against his dad, and then and, Ryan uh, Ryan Johnson. That was I didn't know Ryan the, Johnson yeah. was from the area. That's that was cool. one yeah. of the funnier parts of the broadcast was they had um, Thompson on the headset, and they're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. is it are you are you enjoying the this moment playing or being able to participate in a game where you're going against your son?" He was just like. Yeah, it's cool, but uh, we're focused on winning over here. And they're like, well, but isn't it just such a great sight to see him out there? And he goes, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's a business, and we're here to win. And it just was, like, silent for, like, 20 seconds. So like, all right, yeah. thanks. Uh, back up to you guys. <laughs> thanks a ton. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Ryan Johnson, he um, he played in the Ducks High School Hockey League. That's cool. I just wanted to circle He's back to what. His... Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I was gonna circle back to what you said earlier, Chris, about the game, about uh, mm-hmm. the how scary it got at the end. Like sometimes with this team, I'm getting flashbacks <laughs> to the Dallas Eakins era, where they get a lead in the uh... third period and then they they try to survive the game instead of win the game. Mm-hmm. Like they just get super <laughs> passive and yeah, that happened tonight. It, yeah, it was yeah happened again tonight too, and it ended up biting them in the butt. Um. It's just it's frustrating. Yeah, it's, they play so it well kinda... all the way to the end, and then they just stop. 
Yeah, it gets pretty ugly. I don't I don't understand. Like and they're not the only team that does it. Like every team just about plays like that. Um where they get the lead. If they had the lead in the third period, they're like, Okay, we're up by one, we're up by two, we're gonna stop playing, we're just gonna chip pucks out and watch these guys play now. And then I mean it happens all the time. So it's definitely not just a ducks thing. I don't know why it's even a thing to begin with with any team. I don't know why you wouldn't I mean, if, if they're not going to stop you from scoring, why help them and just not try to score anymore? Like, if you, if they're going to give up 10, then I guess you're scoring 10. Like, who cares? Like, you need to win the game. <laughs> they call that um, parking the bus. and, and Yeah, no parking the bus here. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, it's like they... Bill, uh, Bill Belichick, you know, how he always, <laughs> you know, the Patriots would blow teams out, and they're like, well, they, they should stop us. We're not going to stop yeah. scoring. They should stop us. So, mm-hmm. I don't – it's just yeah. stupid. And what you said, like a lot of teams do that. Well, a lot of teams have a lot better defenses. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. He do he do be spitting facts here. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, back on uh, Ryan Johnson, really quick. He has a banner up at uh, Great Park. By the way, so he like retired his number or what? No, they uh, just, just have all the kids that went through the programs. Like Cam York has one too. Cam York is the other one, yeah. That's cool. Just because they went through the thing, and yeah. They're pro uh, pro players from the area. I will say for the Duck Sabres game, I wrote this in the notes so I wouldn't forget. You can take this any way you want. Um, but the LA Kings director of goaltending and the Ontario Reign goalie coach were both in attendance for the Ducks Sabres game. Yeah, I was. Yeah, oh. when I saw that, I immediately thought that might have been John Gibson's last game for the Ducks. Really? But you then you remember that... that the Sabres are bad, and UPL is probably who they were there for. And you're just kind of like, oh, okay. John, yeah, John yeah. Gibson got the second star. And when he came out, I, t- I just took a bunch of pictures because I kind of <laughs> talked myself into thinking that was probably <laughs> his last game. Because I thought oh, the Kings man. were going to panic trade for him. Oh, they haven't okay. yet, but I, I still think that. <laughs> Might be a Sabres do something com- that, That's a little stupid. thing we'll come back to later. <laughs> yeah. Or so, they were yeah. trying to get way ahead of the game and they were scouting the 12-year-olds in, in the intermission. There oh, you dude, some of up. those kids were freaking dude, Some of those nasty, kids were nasty. Were they good? Oh, yeah. yeah. Some of them had mitts on them. Nice. Well, I guess we can stop gushing about the one win we got and talk about <laughs> them parking the bus tonight. The mail said, I came to this podcast to escape the King's hellscape. Nope. King's sorry. In, King's in quotation. Buckle up, buddy. <laughs> Buckle up. We're going to get to you. You just wait. We're getting into the weeds, bud. <laughs> well, they parked the bus tonight, which, again... Not ideal, but hey, they no. got a point out of it. Took it to OT and only lost yeah. what a minute in. I thought yeah. progress in overtime. <laughs> seconds. In overtime, there was almost communication with Leo and Troy. Yeah, I think I you could probably pin point. that on Leo, but he's a rookie, yeah. and that's a teachable yeah. moment, so no big deal. I mean, there's <laughs> both both Terry and Leo deserve blame for that because yeah, Leo stopped skating to you know to cover the high point when, or assuming he's going to cover the high point on the, uh, on the, on the zone entry, because Terry was on the puck carrier, but then Terry pe- peels off because he figures, you know, Leo's going to take over. And then 
now nobody's covering him. So, yeah, I mean, both deserve the blame, but it looks worse on Leo because he was the one that was ended up being closest to the puck carrier when he scored. And uh, somebody somebody no. pointed out in Felix's mention, shout out Felix, shout out Crash Upon, um, that <laughs> Greg pulled uh, Cam Fowler out of the back to the bench like 30 seconds in. But yeah, I noticed that too. They didn't put take in Lacombe. Leo. Or, yeah, they didn't take Leo or Troy out. Yeah, I noticed that too. So that might have been a factor. Not fresh legs. Maybe. I don't know. I think, well, he, I think he did it because, um, I think just from that play, Cronin trusts Lacombe more with the offensive, uh, face off. I think he trusts Lacombe more in the offensive zone than Fowler does at this point. That's what I yeah. read into it. Yeah. Yeah. Who did Goodis hit? I saw. Sam Steele. Oh, that's was it Steele? That was Steele, the hip check. Dude, he uh that he looked, that looked really there. bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg, Greg wasn't happy about that. No. I mean the hit was clean, but the slow-mo of Sam Steele's head hitting the ice was a little rough to watch. Yeah. Um <laughs> it, I mean, he kind of ate some of that. Yeah, hopefully he's good. Um, didn't really hear anything about it. After I mean, he that. got up and yeah, play. yeah, playing. So officiating wasn't the best tonight. <laughs> Miss call on that interference on Leo. Honestly, we could take that clip right there and just add it to every single podcast because, <laughs> like every episode of our podcast, because the officiating has been bad all season. Now I don't yeah, like to I, I genuinely don't like to blame the <laughs> officiating, but. Hey, it's at least it. five weeks it. in a row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, the I don't no like to be call that guy, the tripping but... the no call tripping on uh I think it was Vakaninen, the no call yeah. well, ended up being called, but Jimmy Ben throws Radko Gudis to the ice. Gudis yeah. gets up and like pushes him with one arm and then Jimmy Ben cross checks him in the face and they both get called for roughing. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, oh yeah, that was that was when Greg wasn't happy yeah. about that yeah and then the missed uh interference call with... interference on leo yeah yeah hawk and paw on leo uh i don't some, need to see ross some, johnson play some, anymore I sometimes it be your own dudes i don't need you to do. see ross johnson anymore that interference in the second I said period that like was... three weeks ago i'm tired of seeing that yeah. guy on the both ice. of his penalties were not i didn't see the first period because i was doing the photoshop for this episode <laughs> In the second period Blue was so. hard at work yeah it was hard at work so I it's very good period. i yeah, will give you like we got to give you credit for that like that that's a really good picture we yeah we'll talk def- about we're it definitely using it we're definitely using it for the uh the episode photo so yeah well before we move um, on uh bakanainen did get his first goal oh yeah shout out ca- euro this one cap it finally counted, counted. counted although counted. it looked like it wasn't going to count I mean, and that and that happened like thirty seconds after the sco- stars almost scored, and somehow that yeah. puck didn't go in right off the post. Yeah, I, I don't know how the hell that didn't go in, but yeah, it got lucky. Watching that goal though is a nightmare for me, just because I've been scored on that way before, and it's just you, you it's just kind of look angle. at the ground, just like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Silverberg got his two hundredth. NHL assist on that play. He's and he also got a goal tonight, lately. So, yeah, good for Jacob. Yep. 
Ooh, yeah. Silverberg, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, or what are they? How are they, they saying say? his name? How are they saying his name on ESPN? I don't know. Jakob. I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Jakob. I want to say Yakov. Was said. Wait. So how did the know. ooh ah Silverberg start? Like fans just are doing um, that in games. That happened in in Sweden. Like Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it started in Sweden. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it started in Sweden. I don't know if it was for the national team or when he played. I don't know. I can't remember the exact like origin of it, but I know it's Did it's they do Sweden. it in Ottawa when he was on the Senators? Yep. Yeah, because okay. I remember when he got traded. I remember when, when we traded for him, the Bobby Ryan trade and everything, and all the Senators fans were saying that um, we need to carry on the ooh-ah chance. So, that's and cool. it's stuck. We're now but the yeah. Ducks Lore podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Vakaninen. Congrats, dude. Shout out Euro. He's been good this year. He's been really good defensively. Yeah. I think he's a mainstay in the Ducks future now. And I think uh, alongside Gudis works very well for him too. Assuming yeah, Gudis to... isn't in the penalty box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Radko just makes his partners better. Mm-hmm. Radko's good, man. Like I've, good. I've hated just... him for a long time, but he is a good he, He's good. He just needs to smoke a joint or something once in a while. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Take I a guess... chill pill, brother. I guess Gary if Bettman we're getting into... turned off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can get into the other uh, relaxation. We can get into what's on tap here, presented by Noble. Uh, what two Ooh. games before the two two games before? Yeah, the not a lot of hockey here. Yeah, uh, Minna in Minnesota on Saturday, and then three days off to play the Sharks again. So, yep. Sharks. Just in Anaheim. Yeah. So Saturday at the Minnesota Wild. So we took on the uh, the old Minnesota team tonight, and we take on the new Minnesota on Saturday. Sure do. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the score? I'm filling a three one three two game. You're not giving winners again? No, sir. <laughs> yeah, I was right for like one. Okay, of the yeah, we do have to give you credit for that too, because you did like out of those. Um, what was it? I was uh, right for the Buffalo game and the Sharks. Oh, was I? Yeah, you you chose he five. Was right three, back, and back four, Damn, I was on a heater for a minute. <clears throat> two out of three there. He can't keep getting away with that. <laughs> he can't keep getting away with it. Minnesota, Minnesota's a weird team. I don't really know yeah. how the Ducks stack up against them. Like it's, I'm gonna I go feel hot like take. They could, yeah, I'm gonna go hot take. First shutout of the season for the Ducks. I'm going oh, wow. three nothing victory. Ooh. And we get outshot like forty-eight to three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota's not that good, are they? No, they've been doing better as not, of late. But yeah, they're like they're, they're like That's... the epitome of mid. <laughs> they, uh, I mean, yeah. they have Brock Faber. Faber, I think uh, I'm pretty Kings sure the prospect. Record, I'm pretty sure, sure the record's like five hundred, and then their last ten games are like five hundred too. <laughs> Let me look at them standings. Them standings. Blues got a 21, just... 22, and 5. And in their last 10, 
where to go. Last ten, they're four or five and one. Okay. Blue's just gotta twist the knife and mention Brock Faber. It's a, it's just because just because Ryan's in the chat. It's a Calder race uh matchup between Brock Faber and Leo. Yeah. Has Calder Cup or not the cup, but the, the trophy implications. <laughs> the Calder Cup. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the Wild in their last 10, like you said, 4, 5, and 1. Uh, the Ducks are 3, 6, and 1, so... Don't matter. Um, don't matter. The don't funny thing matter. is, we talked about... I think we talked about this last week because we were looking at the standings, but it's funny that the Ducks right now, like when you look at the uh, Wild card standings, the Ducks are third from the bottom, and the team right above the Ducks are the Minnesota Wild. But they are literally they, 13 points <laughs> ahead of us. Again, don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. It don't matter. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to say 3-1 Ducks win. Okay. The thing say is, that... they never do good in Minnesota, though. Do they not? No, they... they the like, last even when they years, were, they even when they were still rough. good, even when they were still good, they just always had trouble in Minnesota. Didn't have a problem in 07. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. <laughs> so these next two All games right, are I'll... just the, the mid-off. Yeah. yeah, not a lot of people tuning in for these ones. Um, I will be there I'll no matter say... what. <laughs> yeah. I'll say... I'll say 4-2 Ducks. <clears throat> that's Saturday at Minnesota, and then next Wednesday they are home against the Sharks. There's a, was, a giveaway. The There's a giveaway on that Saturday? night. There's a giveaway that night. Saturday it was five three. Uh, what's the giveaway? The giveaway oh, for the Wednesdays shirt, the shirt. is the button-up shirt. Yeah, yeah, the shirt. That's a cool looking shirt. It actually is. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty neat. Pretty pretty neat. Pretty neat. Um. I'll go the same score. 5-3. Feeling the 5-3s. I'll say 4-3. Four, 4-3 three. Four, three ducks. See, I don't know. <laughs> you see? I don't you know. See? I don't know. We, see, we say all this, <laughs> they play feel... the game, and then they lose, and we're just like, well, <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> Well, because like I don't know which team's gonna show up against the Sharks. Yeah. Because man, when the team sure. is on, they 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 can handle the Sharks. Like we're close, we're we're yeah. close in the standings, but I still think that we. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm just dumb, team. but on the Ducks they are, the they are. on paper we should probably wipe our asses with them. But honestly, when do we do good on paper? Anyway, um. <laughs> I'll go 4-2 win. Why not? Positive podcast tonight. Let's go. I know. I'm going to go. I've seen the light. Be extra positive <laughs> if you gave what team was going to win, Lou. Well, I got to predict, yeah. well, no, I gotta coward, predict all the that. wins now before we sell off Henrique, Toronto, possibly <laughs> Silverberg. You know? I'll say, uh, I'm going to say 4-1 Ducks win. So, these next two games, I'm having the Ducks <laughs> score eight goals. 
<laughs> so, Ryan in the chat. Yeah, Sean. Brother, I am close to trading my actual brother for a win. <laughs> our, our teammate Sean, he said, I heard Ryan's trying to trade his promo shirt for a King's W. <laughs> a King's w. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. It's just going to get worse after after the ad reads. Oh, we'll, get, it's gonna we'll, get worse. we'll get it done that's, and out of the way really quick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what's on tap. From uh, brought to you by Noble Ale Works. Shout you out mentioned Noble. the late arrivals. You mentioned the late arrivals when you get a beer or close your tab, you get 10% off on game days, home or away. Free parking. So go Saturday. Go Saturday. The Ducks are on the road. Go watch the game. Get 10% off. Watch uh, them. Uh, definitely park there on game days because that parking situation free. is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Free game day parking. When the ducks are home, so next Jack, Wednesday, where did we'll you park, park when you went to the game the other day? Uh, the lot by, so you know where Islands Golf Center is, like on Ball. Oh, by like the Phoenix Club. Uh, I believe so. Like where the car dealerships yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I entered back through there. Yeah, that's where that I was horrible. The Phoenix Club. It wasn't horrible. I mean, it yeah. sucks because it's only like one way in, one way out. But yeah. Overall, like it wasn't as bad as I heard. Like other people were the way the way I I went, it was a nightmare. Yeah, I've heard everywhere else is kind of a nightmare. Uh, having it's all for the vibe. I'm gonna have to start leaving my house a little bit earlier because of it. And I when was already the... leaving my house early. <laughs> When's the complete OC vibe construction supposed to be complete? Like like five twenty 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 eight. Okay. I think the first phase that... of it is supposed to be done by like 2026 or something. The 26 is the first phase. The first phase mm-hmm. was supposed to be done in like late 2024, but that didn't happen. Yeah, they started late. Yeah. Well, what is the first can, phase anyway? You can thank COVID for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the phase, first phase the first... is probably the parking garages and it's the garage, and then they're gonna start work across the street by like where the 714 building is. Which... So all those businesses are going to have to move, huh? I wonder if 714 is going to get a spot in OC Vibe. You would think, right? I don't think like their actual area is changing. It's just everything past it is just meant to connect the Arctic Station a little bit better. Okay. I don't think they're it's like... going to be cool, though, man. I don't think they're tearing that out. I think oh, okay. everything's just kind of being built around it. Uh, Sean says parking garage... JT Schmidt's underground to new hotel is all phase one. The Giants pitcher? Oh, and that's Jason Schmidt. That's JT. <laughs> what? I combined JT Snow and Jason Schmidt in my head. Oh, have you eaten at that place across the street? I only had it once. JT Schmidt. Yeah, it's pretty. They expensive. closed. They closed a few weeks ago. Did they? Yeah. They have good fries. But anyway. Um, shit on ladies though. They don't have. They do not have room closets. (laughs) So I did that again the other day at the game. Because you know how like some of the bathrooms have like two doors. (laughs) I I I went to the to the closet in the bathroom. Come on. I got confused because I went to a different bathroom. I I didn't go to my normal bathroom because it was occupied. That tough uh, game, huh? So I had to venture <laughs> to to a different bathroom, Jesus. and I got mixed up, and I went to the wrong door when I was done with my business. Mixing nice. a water, 
Um, it happens. I could just Ooh. imagine someone walking in and loose opening the janitor's closet. <laughs> just like, uh, are you all right? Well, Ooh, I'm not sure off, why it's a really they, nice closet. I'm not sure why they have the the closet yeah. right next to the entrance, like across from it. So they can really clean the bathroom. I still, I still can't believe that I walked in at that perfect time at at Lazy Dog to see you opening the closet. Like, if I was, if I waited two more seconds, I would have missed it, and he would have been like, I would, would have been able to walk out of there, but nothing happened. Oh, it was just per- perfect. Time. And then Chris but, was um, just, Chris couldn't finish his meal uh, without just I, I dying. Couldn't. I was, yeah, I had a few beers in me as well, and I just could not like deal with it when I was trying. To, Trying to eat my food, could not finish anything. Well, I was trying to eat a food. I was trying to eat my fries, but I was eating a toothpick instead. <laughs> you were just chewing on the toothpick. It's a French fry. Like what the hell? All right. Anyway, um, anyway if, uh, if you're uh, trying to meet Lou in the uh, the janitor's closet, you, know, you, you, get, you get tickets to Wednesday's game against the Sharks. Promo code lap. <laughs> Go get your button up giveaway. Get your button up and maybe help Lou find his way back to his seat. Please help. Please help <laughs> Lou get back to his seat. Have you ever have you guys seen that video of the, the dog, the blind dog that has the little like halo in front of him? Yes. And it's just like him running into like walls. Yes. The entire video. I feel like we need to get you one of those, Lou, to keep you out of the oh keep you God. out of the janitor's closet. <laughs> Oh boy, we're gonna need um, we're gonna need uh, we might have to talk to Tyler and have some signs put up in the bathrooms for the closet. I mean, they should. I mean, just specifically for Lou, like on the sign, Lewis. This is a closet. Just says Lou crossing, or just say do not enter. Have an arrow pointing to the door, or just have a little sign that says janitor's closet. I mean, it's not that hard to put up. It's not hard to make. You can even get a piece of paper and get a sharpie and just write janitor's uh, closet if you want. True. Next time you're in there, do you carry markers with you? Maybe you should carry some markers. You can start marking these problems that you run into. Just start writing on the door. Someone oh, vandalized our bathroom. It says not an entrance. <laughs> We got lost in this episode again. We, it we happens a, every week, Lou. Are you surprised at this point? We took a wrong turn again. Oh, man. I'm you always Ryan. take a wrong turn. <laughs> I, I guess it has to also be said, Code LAP works again. Um, we didn't know that yeah. it was not working. Yeah, shout um, out to, it had expired. Shout out to that person who alerted Oof. us about that happening. Yeah, my friend uh, Jordan. Thank you it's for sh- letting shout us. Shout out to Jordan. But it yeah, is good again until 2027. So you guys got yeah. three years to use it until we ultimately Ooh. forget again. <laughs> uh, concerts, uh, basketball games, all the, all the good stuff. I know I'm going to be using 714 to get tickets to Avon Marth so I can watch Viking Metal at Honda Center in nice. May. <laughs> oh. oh, my eyes are watering. Yeah, my ribs hurt. <sighs> Oh fuck! Jesus uh, Christ! Uh, shift hockey. Uh, cream. Cream. 
Yeah. Uh, a cream toque. Toque. I like my uh, my hockey apparel, like my coffee, with cream. Go check out shifthockey.com. Lap 10. Get you 10% off. Get a hockey stick. Some gloves. They got nice apparel over there. I love their hoodies. Beautiful. Uh, cheap, cheap hockey apparel. And equipment. Yeah. And good quality, yeah. too. Good quality. Good yeah. quality. Need Pretty to see cool. more the people best. using the... Need to see more people using the shift hockey sticks. So if you do get one and you're playing, take a pic, send it to us, or just tag uh, shift hockey and on Instagram because we'll see it anyway when they. I'm sure they'll share it. But yeah, we'd like to see you guys using it out in big... the world. People need more cream in their lives. Oh, they yeah. sure do. <laughs> Definitely, always could use a little more cream. <laughs> just see Jake just. <laughs> just shaking his head. I love a good cream. One day yep. we're gonna we're gonna have like a big like sponsor that comes to us or like <laughs> we're gonna be like, hey yeah, just tune into the next episode, see what we're all about. And they're gonna hear this and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> we're pulling out of this. You know who's gonna be really interested in us though? Manscaped. hundred percent. Do we need to we need to put the contacts out there for them, man? <laughs> Yeah, Manscaped. If you're, if anyone's listening, yeah. But I need Lou to read the ad. Read. Hit us up. Allow us to talk balls. We're already almost there. So just yeah, just I mean, we talk, talk balls, man. Now we just need to talk balls. <laughs> uh, yeah, please. Lap ten. Lap ten. Shittalking dot com. All right. Before we, before we, we continue, do we want to? Do we want to? Before we continue, I don't know why I just thought of this, but did you see the report that of that college football player? betting like 3,900 times oh yeah like how, how is that possible how many bets a day was he placing bro has a problem <laughs> dude that's that's in a different stratosphere of a problem that's that's in a whole universe of degeneracy <laughs> anyways go on uh well before before we uh get to shitting on the kings do we want to just rattle off some of the quick stuff yeah Might so as well. the the oilers won their 15th straight tonight um they won tonight yeah oh so i would they, hope they play the blackhawks they can go for the record of 16 or they can continue the streak by beating the predators uh next time they play whenever that is um everyone knew that they were going to be good. <laughs> I'm kind of conflicted because I almost want the Predators to end the streak, but I also don't want good things to happen to them. So it's kind of, yeah, so I'm, nope, at a, I'm fully I'm on board with impasse. the streak. Fully on board with the streak. Yeah. Yeah, just let it happen. It's whatever. Who cares? They also signed Corey Perry, which gross. Um, yeah. But hey, they're, they're rolling. So if this means Perry gets another cup, I mean, yeah. It's a shame so, it has to be the Oilers. But... I just like to think they're rolling because of Corey Perry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the vibes. That makes me feel better. <laughs> whatever, whatever we uh whatever we can say to make ourselves feel better, not just feel <laughs> gross rooting for the Oilers. Yeah. Um Nikita Kucherov was the first player to reach 80 points on the season, which we're not even at 50 games yet, so you would it, think Connor McDay would be the first 
player to do that, but not but this season. They were kind of stinky ass for a good couple yeah. months there. So, yeah, I mean, David isn't little. scoring a whole lot. Yeah, he only has 33 goals this year, I think. Connor McDavid. No, I think he's on pace for 33. Oh, I thought he already yeah, had I think he has like 18. Oh, bust. 18 or 19. Bust I thought much. he already had 33. <laughs> bust. <laughs> Did you see the Connor Bedard bust thing? Yes. I didn't. Oh, where'd it go? It was like, I have it right here. There was one that was like, he hasn't played in like two weeks. He hasn't got, or he's been out there with no points. Connor Bedard has, Connor Bedard has more broken jaws, one, then points zero the last two weeks. Sources suspect he's on route to being the biggest bust in NHL <laughs> history. <laughs> to go back to the oh, gambling, boy. Ryan said he put down 182,000 worth of bets and finished with 590. He needs to give me <laughs> advice. <laughs> he was crazy, cooking. dude. More than 3,900 bets. Um, that's crazy. Nathan McKinnon has been scoring at a crazy pace. Um, he's got the people of Colorado throwing bras and panties on the ice. Yeah, um, like literally, like that's not <laughs> literally not a that's, joke. The picture, a joke. I, I feel bad for laughing, but the picture of the the ice crew skater holding up the bra by like her fingertips last night was pretty yeah. hilarious. And then you're like, I thought people were joking about the panties. And then I saw the picture. And I was just like, well, you know what? Hey, if that's, if that's your calling, you're that excited for a hockey game and Nathan McKinnon's scoring goals, you know, as long yeah. as, as long as you're not doing it and being indecent about it, let's see. Yeah. And then our favorite clothing company had to chime in about that today. <laughs> Well, um, but yeah, Nathan McKinnon, Nathan McKinnon, uh, 30 goals, 82 points. He's only behind, only behind Kucherov in points. Kucherov has 83. I thought the Lightning weren't even doing that good this year. They're, they're They're doing okay. Yeah, they're doing okay. I mean, Kucherov's still Kucherov. Um, this is not stepping on ankles. I mean, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, McKinnon is uh, fifth in goals in the league, uh, behind Pasternak, Kucherov, Sam Reinhart, and Austin Matthews. Sam Reinhart is a surprise to me. Uh, uh, is he a future second, second in the league in goals. He's got thirty-five. Matthews is leading with thirty-nine. It's a contract um, year for Reinhart. Be a duck. I w- uh. I also bookmarked this tweet so I wouldn't forget. Um, from NHL PR, uh, let's see, not one but two four goal games in the 23 24 season so far for Nathan McKinnon. Um, the most four goal games in a season since 1988 89 is Lemieux, Mario Lemieux. In 92 93, he had three of them. Um, and then there's like eight players tied with two, and Nathan McKinnon is on there with Ovechkin and Oh, McGillney's on there. <laughs> Mario McGillney's on there a couple times. But, um, but yeah, Nathan McKinnon is one uh, four-goal game away from tying Lemieux for the most ever in a season. So that's pretty cool. Let's see. Also, 
Um, he had a natural hat trick the other night. He joined Austin Matthews, Zach Hyman, Brock Besser, Panarin, Point, Tyler Toffoli, and Frank Vetrano, our very own Frank Vetrano, with multiple hat tricks in 23-24, like I, like I just said. Shout out, Frank. Let's see. Shout out, Frank. <laughs> he is, he had the fifth fastest hat trick in uh, Avalanche franchise history. And he did it in six minutes and 37 seconds. That's crazy. That's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Sick. So McKinnon is definitely uh, an animal. He is There's that dude. He is that dude. The chicken pasta that guy. is strong. Some Just another example going. of Coors Field inflating offensive stats. <laughs> <laughs> so... We are at the hour mark right now. Okay. We have one thing before we shit on the Kings. And it's uniforms. Oh, yeah, baby. Vancouver with the blue buckets. Um, I, I like that they're doing that for charity. It's not just like, oh, we're doing the stop yeah. on the bandwagon. It's yeah. like to yeah. kind of go against the just stupid enforcement of no warm-up jerseys uh, this yeah. year. Um, it's cool to see that they did it. Uh, it sucks that they lost because, I mean, the game-winning goal probably should have been, I wouldn't say disallowed, but Pedersen clearly got interfered with and then they scored. Yeah. But um, I don't know. The, the Canucks, uh, they're so weird this year. I feel like every time I see something about them, it's like not just the franchise is melting down, like, I feel yeah. I feel happy for Canucks fans because like yeah. they're wearing cool uniforms, they're winning games, they're kicking ass, man. Like I thought, I thought they would regress, but they haven't regressed. I did yet. too. Yeah. I don't think they could sustain it long term, like season seasons long. But they're they're long. I thought they would have though. Yeah, I thought they would have hit a wall by now, but they're playing some really really good hockey, and yeah, they yeah. are very fun to watch. But those blue buckets, man, they're they are fantastic. Yeah. They're so the, nice. By far the best chrome, chrome domes. I'm not a big chrome guy, but this is by far and like the best. by miles at <laughs> the best chrome helmet in the NHL right now. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like out of the three that you know, the the Canucks, Kings and Knights, what what do you didn't the flyers would you have rank chrome them? for a little bit? Or was that just for know. the... Oh, you know what? That might have just been for the outdoor game. Did they? Oh, okay. I think that was just for the Tahoe game. I, could I don't remember that. You. Was it the Tahoe game they played in? Because I'm kind of iffy. Was I'm, that the Rusty kinda... Gooch game? Dusty Gooch, not Rusty Gooch. <laughs> rusty <laughs> Gooch. <laughs> rusty, Rusty. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> um... Um, I, I would say Vancouver, Vancouver, LA, Vegas, because Vegas doesn't attempt to like match it. It's just let's look up. It just, look, out it just looks stupid. Uh, yeah, the Kings, I think the, the Kings ones, they're not bad. I just don't like it on their alternate uniform. I want to see it on their like home black uniform. See what but see, then like. you'd be doing what the knights are doing, and you'd just be wearing it with a different color. My issue with them wearing it with the the alternates is the white gloves. I I do not like the white. Yeah, gloves. it's too much like whiter color. 
Like if if the gloves were maybe even like gray or you, they had mm-hmm. more gray in it, it would be fine. But it's like yeah. their gloves already are kind of like neutral colors with black and gray. Like just just wear your home set. Yeah. I do I, I, I do like the Canucks ones a lot. I think they definitely are better than the, the other two. I'm hoping <clears throat> more teams kind of jump on this. Um the What Chaos show brought this up. That like the team that they think would be next in line to do something something like this and how they haven't done it yet is crazy, is the Hurricanes. Just because of how the Hurricanes are as a team, you know, with the storm surge and everything, they're kind of they kind of take on that chaotic Goof, energy goofy yeah yeah so what i mean color would it be though red a chrome you'd red have, would you'd actually have to look do pretty red, cool i think yeah i think a, a red chrome helmet with the red jerseys or like a matte black with the with their home black jerseys would be pretty cool um but yeah you i know think what they i really want to see the eggplant what? one wouldn't that be sick would you rather have it matte I'm I'm just gonna say purple. I don't care. Are you gonna? Would you rather have it matte purple or like the metallic? I want to see both. Personally, both. I would say matte. I feel like metallic with that color just would look weird. Yeah, matte. Yeah. I'm, I'm matte towards matte purple. Too. Yeah, that I, would. I want to see both. So sick. That would look so nice, dude. I but think yeah, maybe uh, the chrome I, I, purple would probably not look good in practice, but. Yeah. It's intriguing, at least. Yeah. I kind of, I, I like it. I, I like teams doing stuff like this. I kind of hope it continues and more teams kind of jump in stuff. on it. Yeah. Because um, even, uh, even like the Sharks, they have the teal helmets now. Yeah, on their, um, on their road uniforms. That looks good. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Um, That's a good segue. segue. <laughs> it's just, Sharks well, is, uh, Release the new uniform. Yeah. The uh, the thirds, the black thirds are pretty nice. Uh, really quick with the helmets, though. I'm hoping that more teams kind of go in that direction just because I like it a lot with, like, college hockey because the chrome has kind of been a thing with Notre Dame. Um, you know, they, their football team has the gold helmets. Their hockey team has the, has the gold. It looks so nice, and I like when the helmets kind of have a good. little more – character to them instead of just more pizzazz yeah there's too many there's too many teams that have just black helmets or white helmets there's really not a lot of color um even the avalanche it took them look how long they went they didn't have any black in their color scheme but for some reason they had black pants and a black helmet oh that looks really good like if you're gonna do gold chrome oh you're looking at notre dame yeah Yeah. that's that looks really good they have some of the best college hockey uniforms um, they're so nice. And, you know, like even <clears throat> other college teams kind of go crazy, like Arizona state, they have some of the, they have one set of helmets that have their mascot Sparky, like mm-hmm. giant on the side of their helmet. Like on one side, it's like the giant mascot. And then on the, uh, on the other side, it's like their, their number. Um, and that's kind of similar to the football team as well. So I kind of like that. Uh, Michigan, same thing. Ohio State kind of has like the they they copy the football team's helmets. And I think it just looks cool. I'm I like when teams do that. If they're gonna take stuff away, I, I think it's it's you know like specialty jerseys and all that. I think it's cool if they at least let them do something crazy with the helmets. 
Have you seen Arizona State's uh, the baseball version of the hockey jerseys? Yes, or the or the, the, the hockey version of the baseball jersey, I should say. Yeah, because yeah, the hockey jersey that kind of honors the baseball team. Yeah, the '80s team, dude. Yeah, so I think, sick. I think they call it the Barry Bonds jersey, the Barry Bonds era, or something oh, like that. Yeah, I think so. Those are good I uniforms. So. I gotta look that up. What are, what are they called? <laughs> they were sweet. I'll find a picture of it. I'll send it into the group chat. Lou, here's Man. Barry Bonds. It's just like, ooh, no, I'm interested I, again. Because I know, I know those uniforms. I know what they look like. Yeah. I just, I don't know what they look like on a hockey uniform. It looks so nice. I really like them. There's, um, there's those ASU jerseys I like, and then the other hockey ones I like are the, uh, like the Sunburst logo. It's like the ASU letters inside of a like a sun it looks really cool i mean yeah. the jerseys are very yellow i'm not a big yellow big fan of yellow but those jerseys just are nice they they work pretty well oh those said, are those are good i just <laughs> sent it lou <laughs> yeah. oh those are those are great i've been trying so hard to find those online to Man, buy and yeah I it's can't so, find it i also so love hard. with those jerseys I also love how they have the state of Arizona. Yeah, I was gonna say that. The, that's, yeah. the that's captain's that's cool. patches. Yeah, it's such a nice a cool touch. uniform, dude. College hockey jerseys are so hard to find. It's frustrating because I yeah. want so many. I want yeah. so many. I want a couple ASU ones. I would like a Syracuse one. Niagara University has some sweet purple ones. It's just yeah, so they, many. I, they have a bunch of hockey jerseys in the the bookstore, the Tempe campus, but yeah. they don't have any alternates. It's just like the main two. Yeah, yeah. Did Barry go to the game when they I don't know. had these uniforms? Not sure. Because when you look online, it says Arizona State Barry Bonds inspired uniforms. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at the tweet right now. Yeah, that'd be Maybe. cool. I I doubt Barry would have gone, but. <laughs> I do need to get to some ASU uh, baseball games and check them out. I might be covering those games if you go. Ooh, Arizona State, like in general, their their sport teams have good uniforms. Like their football team, they got a good color yeah. scheme. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Like they have like multiple football uniforms. Yeah, pretty cool. Well, we can briefly touch on the sharks. So we can get to the uh, the fun the fun thing that we the dunking, chomp, yeah, chomping at the bit to get to. Yeah, I the sharks the jerseys are pretty cool. I I don't hate it, but the logo just looks gigantic. Yeah, it looks big, big, but... yeah. It's something new though. I'll give them credit. Yeah. It's it's not just a retread. I mean, yeah. it's kind of hard with the sharks because they've really only ever had the one logo. But yeah, I like that they use use that for the center ice logo too. Yeah. So yeah, it's called the California Fin jersey i think um that's what that's what they're calling it i like it uh jake like you said the logo being pretty big my big thing was the is like i said in the group chat just the the striping on the arms yeah i'm not a fan of the striping it's weird like i understand what they were going for and um my friend ashley commented on my um post saying that she likes it because it looks like waves um so i get i get they're trying to make it look like water but i don't like the two different types of stripes on the sleeves you got like the bold ones those thick ones and then you got the ones that are supposed to look like well it's just too much i think they should have chose one or the other kind of looks cluttered because then it's along the waist as well so i don't know but it's not a bad it's not a bad jersey 
mean, it's kind of hard to mess up black and teal. It's a very nice color combo. Um, it is cool that yeah. they're going to wear them for like two months. Like every yeah. home game that they play for the next two months, they're going to yeah. be wearing just those exclusively. So and it's, they not, it's, not, it's not just yeah. like three games and just like, okay, that's, give, yeah, that, give that's us what I was worried $289 about. for the Adidas Authentic. <laughs> Thank you. It's yeah. very weird timing, though. Well, now it makes a little. I mean, it makes sense as to why they're going to wear them every home game for the next two months. Uh, yeah, because they're going to try to push it on you as much as they can because they're going to be gone next year and get. Hopefully, get they return the following year. Yeah, <laughs> you would hope. You would think they'd return the, the following year. Did they give well, us a we'll timeline see. on when alternate uniforms will be back? Probably like two, three years in, because that's how Adidas okay. did it. Was it that long? I thought so. I thought they wanted mm. a couple seasons because the maybe yeah the reasoning has always been oh well we want a couple seasons to have our designers des- design and our you know template yeah kind of get use around the league. Um, mm. It just always has to be fanatics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> um. Okay, really quick, I just want to add this. I'm going to try to go really, really fast. No. The All-Star... <laughs> no. Just cut me off from the call. Um, the just... NHL All-Star captains were uh, were selected. We got three out of four right. We got um, Will Arnett. I forgot how many episodes this was before, but we were, we were kind of guessing. We were saying Will Arnett. We said Bieber. I said well, the yeah, Bieber was a given. The Bieber was a yeah, given. Yeah, I, I said yeah. Tate McRae, and then we also said Drake. We just thought Drake would fit. Um, so we didn't get that one right. It's Michael Bublé. Um, but yeah, so the celebrity, the celebrity captains were were chosen. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. Tate McRae, she's also a headliner for the uh, All Star Game. So we're getting a lot of a lot of Tate McRae stuff going on. So Tracy I just thought that was fun. She's gonna be the headline performance, and she's gonna help um, Nathan McKinnon draft his team. So I think that's pretty cool. Wow. Okay. All right. Wow. Now we can move on. Okay. Yeah. What everybody was waiting for, because we just could not contain ourselves. But it's cookie night time. Um. The the uh, the the other team up up the freeway or down the freeway, however you want to put it. Um, things are not going very great at uh, the staples.crypto.com arena. <laughs> staples.crypto. <laughs> Staple.crypto. Um, By the way, what is the crypto logo? The crypto.com logo? Is it like a lion? a lion? Yeah. It looks like a gas mask. But the uh, the the drama in LA has everything. It has Drew Doughty calling calling his teammates out for being selfish. We've got the beat writers arguing with each other <laughs> and and sp- spreading conspiracy theories that uh that the media is being silenced in LA. Um it is nice that we are not in a market like this. Um I was talking to my coworkers about this today. It is it's nice that when something happens in Anaheim, you know, like when when all the stuff with Murray was happening, it kind of flew under the radar, regardless of how big news it was here. 
It was just everyone's like, oh, okay, yeah, like, what an asshole. Yeah. But it's the Ducks, so no one's, like, freaking out, like, oh, God, yeah. like, why is this happening? It was just like, oh, well, yeah, he, w- he was a dick, you know? Fuck him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when stuff like this happens in a market that actually gets attention, um, you know, you get more eyes on it, and... yeah. I always kind of use Elliot Friedman retweet, retweeting stuff as the litmus test of, ooh, this is this is spicy or this is something yeah. I should be reading because, you know, I don't really keep up with other teams outside of what we try and get for a week's episode. Yeah. Um, but holy shit. Um, the, Friedman, the Friedman spice scale. It's just like... <laughs> the Freed scale. <laughs> yeah. I hate sitting back and being like, oh, yeah, fuck the Kings, because I've been of the opinion for at least the last couple years of, like, we have a lot of friends that are Kings fans. I know a lot of people that are Kings fans. I play with a lot of people that are Kings fans. Naturally, you kind of keep up with the team through the people you hang out with or the people you talk to. Yeah. I don't really dislike the Kings as much as I feel I did when I first started watching, because when I first started watching, everybody was like oh yeah you gotta hate them because they're they're the other team in california that's good and you know there's just that built-in rivalry because they're so close it's like angels and dodgers and i never understood that because the angel dodger rivalry is like non-existent because yeah again you look, rivalry. you look at the teams involved and you're just like eh, well well that and angels wise like they play each other like five games a year so it doesn't matter yeah exactly <laughs> but this this whole thing just feels different because it's just like I'm kind of looking at it through the lens of well shit at least this isn't happening to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I I feel I feel for like the fans that go into things with like or trying to see the positives of this situation because yeah they're kind of slipping and it is not ideal to have as many wins as the ducks and the sharks in the last month and a half um (laughs) but at the same time um i kind of feel like trying to be super positive about it is not gonna work just because this team had expectations and they are um they're 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 kind of being pissed away at the moment yeah just a little uh, I, I don't know how much to blame Todd McCullen deserves, but it seems like every team he coaches, they start off really hot and then they do what the Kings are doing right now. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I, I brought it up in the chat last night with Ryan. It's like, you know, the fact that they couldn't beat the one line Oilers that were more one line last year than I think they are now. Um, yeah, definitely is kind of a blemish on his reputation as the the coach of this era of Kings. And I feel some of it's unwarranted, but like a lot of people have pointed out, is this happened in San Jose? This mm-hmm. happened in Edmonton, and now it's happening again in L.A where he just he doesn't want to he doesn't want to change what he feels has been working and i think when you're a coach like that that's been in this league 
for as long as he has. Um, you're you're stretching yourself really thin in your longevity of a, a coach that can be a retread or be hired somewhere else to take over and kind of kick the team in the pants and get him, you know, working again. Um, kind of kind of starts to run out when um, yeah they traded they traded for PLD and put him on the third line. That other team, very awful. You scared me for a second. I thought you were breaking a trade, like, right now. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like, who is it? Is it, like, Jared Anderson Dolan and... I can't pronounce his name. It's, like, La- Lafriere or something? Lafriere. Yeah, that, those are his line mates. That, uh... Do they really need him? That doesn't seem... I mean, it doesn't hurt, but... That doesn't seem like... Uh, an optimal way to use PLD, well, um, or his cap space. We talked about it in yeah, I was pulling that the up lap too. chat last night. <laughs> I where, was pulling that up too. Where we, Jack so eloquently brought up uh, the comparison to uh, one Mister Anthony Rendon. You know, the Angels go and hey, we need pitching every year, but let's sign this guy who can hit the hit the ball hard and. Maybe you know used to have have a cool play every now and again, and then <laughs> you know he's smoking a cigar in the clubhouse with his scotch, pretending he doesn't speak English, and you're just like, "Ah, oh, hell yeah, man! I'm glad we're paying you thirty five <laughs> million a season." Ah, <laughs> uh, but when when you're getting paid eight point five million and you're making or you're scoring less than Jacob Silverberg. Um, yeah, Jacob Silverberg has more goals in this calendar year than PLD. That's the best bit that Ryan has on Twitter right now. It's, it's I fantastic. love that thing. It's fantastic. <laughs> it it makes me happy. Anything for uh Jacob Silverberg uh, propaganda, I'm all in on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, man. It's, um, do you guys disaster? Think- do you guys think that they'll panic trade for John Gibson? No, nah. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. the term the term is too much. The money well, is too much. Yeah, I I don't know what their cap situation is off the top of my head, but I'm assuming they don't have enough to take on Gibson's contract. I doubt it. I think they get cap space uh, is non-existent according to Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I, sure they. Could work a trade out, but it'll probably be like they're probably just going to try to patch up their goaltending with a backup, like an unproven starter, someone that's cheap to hopefully maybe they, I don't know, roll with like you, like, like Jake was saying, UPL on the Sabres. I mean, maybe they were looking at him. I don't know. Shout out to the Sabres, by the way. Big 5 3 win last night in LA against the Kings. 5 3 win. After big, the... big, big game. After JJ Paterka the night before, salute to JJ Paterka. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to to Annie. Um, um, she tweeted out that the Sabers had to lose the other night against the Ducks and then beat the Kings the next day. So she manifested that. Um, we applaud you over here. It's great yeah. stuff. <laughs> great stuff. Honorary lap member Annie. Yep. I wouldn't say honorary. OG. Annie's oh, yeah. an OG lapper. OG, yeah, OG, OG lapper. She's OG an OG lapper. lapper. Yeah. OG lappy. <laughs> Ryan said, okay, you know what? F you show you, you shout out CJK. <laughs> Ryan said 
million dollar <laughs> current cap space turns into one thousand one point two k of space in May. Mm, so that's yummy. not great. So about the Kings, like I really don't watch a ton of their games. Just Me either. I'm I'm busy with school, so I focus on the Ducks and nothing else. But anyway, yeah. But just looking at like, oh, is this Todd McClellan's fault or whatever? And reading um, the comments by Dowdy and Kopitar about, you know, it's not the coaches, it's the players. The players are playing for themselves, not the team, whatever. I feel like that's more of a reflection on the coach than it is the players. Yeah. As a coach, like you need everybody bought in into the system. Mm-hmm. And if you got guys that are that aren't pulling their weight, that are, you know, being selfish, like you're the guy to straighten them out. Right, and said, that's not a typo. I'd rather rent a studio in a gulag than sign with the LA Kings. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, Ryan has said it's kind of a Rob Blake problem, too. I don't know if that's correct or not. And I mean, you kind of look at it a little bit further, and it's almost <laughs> like, do you take it as far as blaming Robitaille? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... Blake's been the guy... And they kind of let him have free reign on stuff. But, you know, we were making the comparison last night of you could have had UC Soros last year. Um, There are very Mm. real talks of Soros and the Kings being the the kind of match made in heaven because that was an unknown last year of, you know, is Copley really the guy? He's playing very well, but is is this going to sustain? Is he going to be this good all year and then he wasn't in the playoffs yeah. which i mean happens like goalies are so weird that you can ride them so far and i mean we we, we always bring up 2017 um with having to throw a, a very cold bernier in when when gibson kind ah. of kind of broke uh oh my god war flashbacks i'm hearing grenades going off <laughs> Shout out Johnny Bernie. But like oh, you know, it, oh, it kind of goal song. <laughs> it kind of sucks that you know they didn't pull the trigger, but then because they kind of got kicked up the ice, you know, up and down the ice by the Oilers, like, oh well, we need another center and we need we need it now. Like we need someone who yeah. can insulate you know, a second, a second line or be the top line guy, you know, as Kopitar gets older or, you know, whomever you want to slot in, you know, cause they've, cause Byfield's played mostly wing this year. I, I'm sh- pretty sure. Ryan said King should trade for Antonio Brown. Complete the aura. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree with Sean in the chat. I think we should blame Jim Fox. <laughs> But it it's just a it's a weird time because they had real expectations and I kind of feel like we talked a lot about the Oilers not meeting expectations and they like flip flopped. You know, it, it also helps that the Oilers yeah. kind of somehow found the magic with with firing Woodcroft and hiring a new coach. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like we were giving them shit for similar things of just like, Oh, they, things aren't clicking and how, you know, how do you expect to win playing with Jack, you know, playing Jack Campbell every night or, 
you know, having Skinner play one game, lose, and then try and just, you know, roll different goalies every game and hope yeah. that something sticks. Um, At least they have Brock Faber to lean on. <laughs> Whoops, my bad. <laughs> oh, boy. I was going to say Skinner, too, has really flipped a switch, and now he's, like, unbeatable. <laughs> so I don't know what happened there. I guess the trip to Bakersfield... <laughs> Bakersfield changed him. Um, we will we will end with with a uh, a great analogy here from Ryan. He says this is, this Kings team is like a Kaniac combo with no bread, extra coleslaw, but instead of the chicken tenders, it's just more coleslaw. And Speaking about of Canes, Bryce, I had a terrible Kings yesterday. Freaking dry ass chicken yesterday. It was freaking gross. Yeah, last time I had Canes, it was Christmas Eve. Canes and I haven't had, it, haven't had it since because it messed me up, off. man. I had, had a couple weeks day. ago. I loved it. Did you now? I did. Box I'm glad combo, you had such a great bread, experience. No coleslaw. Mm, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> uh, Dr. Well, since we're talking about fast food, didn't Jake have a Chick-fil-A story? Oh, yeah. I, I feel like every time we go to the fucking Chick-fil-A by our house, I, I always <laughs> get like more little bits of fries than I do actual fries. Like, That's a problem I, with Chick-fil-A. I, I spread it out on the plate, and I had, like, nine whole fries out of a whole large, and the rest were just little, little fucking pieces. Just, like, <laughs> I I worked yeah, in a did. kitchen. I, I know yeah. when you kind of just pour the rest of the bowl in, and you're just like, well, fuck, they're going to have to, they're gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> feel but bad forever gets this batch. <laughs> I feel like it's an every every time problem with them. I'm starting to starting to get a little starting to question the quality of the Lord's chicken here. Yeah, you sent a picture that picture you sent to the group chat. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is that, dude? Like seriously. <laughs> well, like sitting there, I'm like spreading them out, like, okay, a little bit, a little bit. Oh, hey, an actual Nine. fry. A little bit. Little Nine bit. actual fries might be a stretch. You might have had less than that. I might have like fuck. Next time, <laughs> hey, next time you go, they give you your fries. They're like they're bad again. You're like, can I speak to the manager? And then Jesus Christ just walks through the corner and walks up. Like, <laughs> J man, we got a problem. These fries are subpar. Yeah, you hear but, that, JC? <laughs> but to put a bow on the on the king thing. Okay. Um, it's just it's it's just glad that we're we're not the shit show and. Southern California for once. For a few, what for? for yeah, maybe, maybe for a, for a few weeks, weeks but for a couple yeah, weeks, maybe. we'll take it. Small, yeah, we'll small victories. It. Small victories. Also, I thought you said Kane's talk. No, I was the very Kings. confused. No, I said I said Kane's. <laughs> I mumble when I talk, so I might have said Kane's. I don't know. I will say that Kane's. I don't know if you if they've opened up a. Um, location in North Carolina, but you definitely should because I think you need to be a sponsor of the Carolina Hurricanes for obvious reasons. I don't know why that's not a yeah. thing yet. You literally have a meal called the Caniac, and that's what they call their fans. It's just you need to make something work there. Don't they have like a Bojangles and all that cookout? They do have Bojangles. Yeah. Cookout is oh my god, I love cookout. I heard Bojangles. I was never really, never really a fan. So we don't need to excite Chris. He he already was getting a little. Sean said in the chat, in all honesty, what is the mood for the Kings? And Ryan said, Folk. 
I was gonna I was gonna ask what happens if they end up missing the playoffs this year. Uh, like, what do you there think are the man. first thing? There, there are three vacant positions at head coach, GM, and maybe president of hockey ops. <laughs> oh boy. Should the should the Ducks take a run at Arthur Kaliev? Why not? We need people to score goals. Screw defense. All gas, no breaks. He can't he skate. Defense, whatever. I, I, I can't I can't say that anymore because we I think we cursed that phrase last year with Klingberg being on this team. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll retire yeah. all Klingberg gas, no breaks. All breaks and even more breaks. <laughs> but yeah, haha, Kings. Suck it. If there are brake pads out there that want us to, to <laughs> shout them out, we uh, we would love to have a sponsor. And yeah. Brought to you brakes. by Firestone. Get your brakes checked. <laughs> brakes plus. Oh, Throw a block of nine and great the playoffs. Break. Good, good brake pad. <laughs> we'll get through. We'll get to questions here because we are we are running a little long. Okay. Um, our first one comes from Hockey365, as always, and it's not so much a question, but he's, they said instead of a question this week, shout out your go-to hockey-focused journalists. In the duck sphere, uh, Derek Lee, of course. If you're not following yes. Derek, um, you are... You are a fool. Yes, I was trying yeah, to find the words Lee. without being harsh. Yeah. Fool seems okay. Like, it's not too... Uh... <laughs> Um, aggressive. Yep. Derek yeah, does Derek great Lee. work. Mm-hmm. Felix yeah, with his tough. uh Mr. Sicard with his uh breakdown videos. Those are yeah. very entertaining go, to watch. Go support Crash the Pond. And you should follow all of our uh writers as well inside the ring. Yeah. Shout follow out our them. ducks writers. All of them, but all specifically them. our ducks writers, because we have one on right now. Uh, hey, oh. yeah. <laughs> follow Jack, please. And yeah. follow me. And Sean. And Sean and Hannah and uh Patrick. Yeah. Patrick. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm blanking on other ones, but go follow them too. Just everybody. Everybody. Just just follow everybody on our link tree, please. Derek Lee though is a great follow. You really like not even joking around. You have to follow him. Um he needs he needs more followers. Like it's ridiculous. He's like the only Old time He's your go-to. He should be your go-to. Have his tweet notifications on, because he's got it all. Yep. And he posts uh, the post-game um, press conferences with Cronin. Yeah. Afterwards, yeah. after every game. Yep. He always, every game. Really, he's, he always asks really really good questions. Yeah. Too. yeah. And it seems like yeah. he's like the only one asking him questions most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's hard when Eric Stevens is covering like four different. Teams yeah. And... yeah, he's just covering hockey in California. Yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't have any more we don't have any more Tiford. So I mean, who's gonna be asking the questions? Where did he go? I think he's... he went to go cover the Chargers. Yeah, he's just a Chargers writer now. Pretty sure. That's why we need our ins- inside the rink guys to get some credentials, man. Yeah, get Jack. In We're there. trying. Yeah, I get our guys Connor in there. We've emailed yeah. the Ducks guy, so we're mm-hmm. trying. We need to get in there. I need to get some more, hey, more if, voices in there. If we do, I will. I will make time out of my very busy schedule to, uh, to go if it means we get we get some more coverage in there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Don't know if we'll be asking or any of us will be asking Greg. You know, 
great questions. I might be asking him if he thinks the Chick Fil A fries are bad too. But <laughs> what's your favorite wine? Yeah. <laughs> what did you have for dinner last night? Was it Canes? <laughs> so you Greg, pineapple Kane's and pizza or no? Mid? Yeah. <laughs> oh Christ! At this five dollar rosé from Trader Joe's, Lewis? you had it. Okay, our first question here we will read from Casey. He says, Will Leo Carlson become the Ducks' leading point scorer by the time he retires? I'm if he stays a duck, he will be. Yes. He's, he he's very good. This just in Jack is hinting that uh, Leo will not be a duck forever. <laughs> he is on his way out. Do <laughs> yeah. not buy a jersey. Wow. Yeah, do not buy the jersey. He is gone. <laughs> Do not be the guy that uh, bought a Drysdale jersey a week before he was traded. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I say if, not because I think he's going to get traded, but knowing that you know Paul Correa oh, didn't stay. God. Yeah. Anything. Uh, anything's possible. Happen. Yeah. Anything, anything is possible. Damn it. Warriors just lost a heartbreaker. Oh, sorry, Lou. They suck. Okay. I think. I think Leo Carlson definitely has uh, a very has good potential. chance. Yeah, yeah, the potential is definitely there, he especially needs... if he kind of takes on that Ryan Getzloff type of uh, role with the team, and he kind of he reminds me of Getzloff a lot already. So it's definitely there if if he continues his you know development well and he rounds out his game even more and stays healthy. I don't see why he why he couldn't be in that conversation. Just protect Way his hair. Way too early. Way too early to be talking about it, but <laughs> 40, 40 or I don't think he's even played forty games. I think he's only played like thirty. Thirty games in his career and we're already yep. talking the logistics of He's the best of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good question though. Crazy I mean, how is it not even retired yet? <laughs> The Leo Carlson era, one we will look back on fondly. He's already the best Ducks player right now. Uh, it's either him or Terry. Yeah, they're yeah. I'm giving it to Leo honestly, and then Leo Troy. is so fun to watch, dude. He's got that puck on a string. Yeah, he he's so strong on the puck too. too, man. Yeah, he's always just vibing. Always good vibes coming from Leo, especially yeah. when they were playing cornhole. <laughs> the cornhole video. I still need to watch it. that. I haven't watched that yet. It's pretty good. Mintikoff yeah. is hilarious too. He he's got that joy humor, that deadpan yeah. humor. Mm-hmm. I love the video of them uh, around Thanksgiving when they're trying the the foods. cooking. Yeah, the cooking that was so good. Yeah, yeah. All right, our next one isn't a question, but is a thought that we definitely had opinions on. Um, it's from Twinkie Boy. It says, "Isn't it obvious that Jackson Lacombe is our next Simon uh, Simon Benoit?" Just a minute placeholder. They each make the same type of egregious mistakes, and Lacombe has no staying power on this team. I disagree with that. Just watch the last two games that Lacombe's played, and then watch any game that Simon Benoit played as a duck, and you'll have your answer <laughs> to that. Yeah, Simon Benoit was good at hitting people, and that is literally it. And in today's yeah. game, that's just useless. So, um, I haven't I haven't really paid attention to him a lot in Toronto, but for some reason he's very well liked. 
in Toronto. I don't know if it's like his personality is coming out in Toronto or if it actually is his play. I don't know if it's just because he hits dudes hard. I don't know. But Probably the grit. People like yeah, grit. Yeah, I'm going to say the grit because that Maple Leafs <laughs> like team grit. does not have a lot of grit to it. So I, I mean, think they just... Let's, let's be real. They were very arms. they were very enamored with Ryan Reeves. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And True. He, I mean, granted, he has been hurt, but... Um, yeah. They they they're all about how can how can we be the tough the tough rough and tumble Canadian team that finally wins the cup and then yeah. it never happens and we laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think that's a. I wouldn't say that's a fair comparison, at least not right now for Lacombe. Um, but he's he's also very me. very young. He's very I young. believe he's twenty one. Yeah, he's he also playing with only... the. He's also paired with the declining Cam Fowler, so that doesn't really help. And he's only played forty six games in yeah. his career, so like we should probably chill uh, on he, saying he, stuff like that. But. And he's good That's at moving the puck. He's a very good at that. Yeah, he hasn't looked overpowered in the defensive zone, whereas Benoit did. Um, when he know. wasn't on the floor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, our next one yeah. comes from Haley. She said, "If you woke up and were suddenly the Ducks GM, what would be your first move?" Uh, wave Ross Johnson. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, either that's a good wave, one. Yeah, wave Ross Johnson and then call up a you know someone like a Nikita Nesterenko or a. Is he still injured though? Pavel Regenda. Oh, he got Nest- injured, huh? Nesterenko? Is, it, is, is Pavel Regenda still back. injured too? No, Regenda's no. back too. Oh, is he? Yeah. I thought, I they, were, I thought they were long-term injuries, but I guess not. I don't no. watch the goals because <clears throat> AHL hockey's boring. They kind of went through the same. They had their injury bug early. Mm-hmm. Um, But they also had a lot of guys that were sick for a while too. So they were like having to shuffle like ECHL guys and they had a couple amateur or not amateur, but professional tryouts that had to play like a whole week. Was that... Jack just sent uh Simon Benoit's uh fancy chat start from last chart from last season and his it's overall this, percentile rank is a one. Oh one. no, it is last season. Yeah, twenty two, twenty three. I screwed that up. Um, if we're talking trades, I mean, I would say Henrique is the first thing I would do just because I feel like he's going to get us the most this season. Yeah. If mm-hmm. we hang on to Frank. Yeah. Uh, Although I think Frank's going to net more because club control for next season. Yeah, but see, and he's a 20 gold store. And I also don't see them moving him. I feel like he's. I mean, for all the dumb penalties he's taken this season, I I would be sad if we lost him. I don't really see Pat wanting to move him, but mm-hmm. I mean, unless unless something was presented that he really couldn't say no to, yeah. If, Which if somebody if somebody offers a first round pick for Frank Petrano, you say yes. Well, and especially if you retain his salary, getting yeah. a yeah. a guy who's on pace for forty goals at one point what one point five million dollars. Mm-hmm cap it like yeah it's not bad not bad because i mean 
Jack, was it you that wrote about the trades for him? That was uh, Patrick. That was Patrick. Read that article, by okay. the way. Great article. Yeah. Very, very good that. article. Um, I know that that one got a lot of backlash um, because of who it is, you know, with it being Frank Petrano. And obviously, Patrick's article was just an opinion and just what makes sense if he was moved. I wouldn't I would I would be sad if we did lose him just because he has been very good for us. He's fun on the team. He's 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 what the team has needed. Um but at the same time, I mean if they Sail moved high. him they Yeah. Sail high. But Sail high. I, as as we're as we're moving along here though, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like you keep one trade one between Henrique and Vetrano and they don't move both. And I do feel like it would be Henrique obviously UFA, going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you gotta trade Adam Henrique. And let him get his cut finally. Yeah. It's high time he gets that. And the thing with Vetrano, too, like, I don't see where he fits with the Ducks long term just yeah. because mm-hmm. of, you know, he he's turning 30 in March, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turning 30. Um, I know the, the Ducks have been reluctant to, well, besides Gudis and Kalorn, but they're trying to get younger. Even though they're already young, but I I don't know. I just don't see him sticking around because I don't think he's going to keep up this production. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mine would be more personal, like a personal thing for me would be if I was GM, I would uh, get Zegras signed (laughs) longer. Just just give him a, a, a new contract. Rip up the whole new contract. Be like, dude, you're injured. You're out for like, you're out until March. Let's figure this out. Let's sit down and instead of three years, let's let's rework this. Let's rework this thing and do it for like six. Well, let's let's go sit in the janitor's closet at Lazy Dog and get this done. Let's keep you around because I'm tired of these (laughs) stupid rumors. Right. Our last one comes from Mr. Mouse, who is in the chat. Um, He said. Chile, chili, or chili. Whether making synonym rules like your grammar used to make or dialing up the dog on the back nine. Toppings create the whole feng shui of the hoedown. How does one dress the perfect glizzy? All you need is ketchup. Well, yep, I don't eat that's... hot dogs because they're disgusting, so... I eat them once Come a year on. for, for, for Fourth of July, and that's about it. It's like shit, and you don't know what's in them. No, thank you. You eat fast food? Sure I don't does. eat hot dogs. You eat fast food, right? Yeah. You don't know what's in there. Well, yep, call him out. Better. You don't well, know what's in there. his ass. Well, it tastes better. Well, I'm not saying hot dogs are good. They are not. that freak. But... <laughs> own that freak. The mouth says I... chili dog. The only acceptable answer. The only chili. acceptable manner other than that glizzies are horrible. Chili dog is good. I don't know, man. I uh, hate chili too. Chili's freaking gross. Uh, I like a good corn dog. Corn dogs are definitely the play, but a good yeah. like baseball stadium hot dog with just ketchup. That's that's all you need. Yep. Apparently, I'm... uh, the hot dog stand at California Adventure has good hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Costco. Costco has great, yeah, the dollar fifty dogs. Yes, sir. I just talk- put mustard on mine. I'm just a mustard guy. Sean, are you talking about the danger dogs? 
like out outside the arena. Is that what you mean by the five the five dollar ones? No, because on uh Fridays they have five dollar Friday. Oh shit! Do they? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a, cool. that's a new thing this season. Like like uh, selected uh, food spots on the two hundred, three hundred, and four hundred levels have like five dollar drinks, five dollar food. Need to That's get cool. to a five dollar Friday. I guess. I guess I do. And I think <laughs> tickets might be five dollars too. Like, I don't think it's tickets actually. All right, and so, so the tickets, L.A. Danger Dogs are the only. I function. think a certain like. Merchandise in the in the team store. Is $5 I know they've been too. doing that, but I didn't know it was uh, it's five dollars. Oh, off it's five dollars off tickets. Oh, okay. Cool. Not five dollar tickets. Yeah, Ryan said that the L.A. Danger Dogs are the only functioning thing in L.A. at the moment. <laughs> so with uh, that, we we will leave you for this week, unless you guys have anything uh, else to say. Shout out. 30th anniversary of Jar of Flies. Yes. My second favorite Alice in Chains album. Well, it's heard. not even an album. It's like an EP, right? It's not technically an album. Uh, hmm. I'd give I'd call it an album. Yeah. So what? My, my favorite is Dirt, but favorite song yeah. off of Jar Jar of Flies. Favorite song of Jar of Flies, I'm going uh No excuses. Don't follow. Don't follow might be my favorite Alice in Chains song out there. Yeah, I'm going uh uh Rotten Apple or uh Don't Follow's good and uh I stay away. Those are the top three. Play Don't Follow at my funeral. That's my only <laughs> that's my only uh my only ask. Play that at my funeral. Yeah, no excuses and well whiffs. What Ryan said. It's good. Um I made a a duck one, a duck cover of uh, a jar of flies. A, a jar of ducks. Yeah, a jar of ducks. That's you the title of this episode. See it tomorrow. You will scope. see it tomorrow. I worked very yeah. hard on it. I um worked on it at the second period of the game, so I I didn't see it the the that period. But I worked very hard because I don't know what I'm doing with Photoshop. <laughs> but graphic yeah. design is my passion. Yeah, I did mine in like five minutes of like just yeah. On shout Snapchat. out Jack because I just used his picture and I just expanded on it. Yeah, I put yeah, like shout four out ducks Jack player. for the assist. I put like so four it's... ducks. Yeah, I put like so four me ducks. Me and Jack. Players. Yeah. This is the whale picture with Garrett all over again. <laughs> <laughs> remember? No. The, the whale picture during COVID. Yeah. Dude, I don't remember what I did. Freaking. Three hours ago. How am I supposed to remember what happened during COVID? You don't remember the do you want to go down the right of copy the oh, okay, of copyright? Yeah, okay. Now well when you when you say it like that, I remember, but okay. when you just say well pictures, like what? What more is so there jar to say? Ducks. It, was, it was a picture jar of, of whales. Jar ducks. Jar of ducks. Jar ducks. That's the title of this week's episode. <laughs> Well, before right, we get well, out of here, uh, oh, Lou resubscribed and Sean resubscribed. So thank you. Nice. Yeah. Shout well, thank out. you, me. <laughs> <laughs> Lou's just giving himself a pound um, back. Yeah. yeah. So next week's flowers. probably going to be a little 
next week's probably gonna be a little different on the pod just because it's there's like barely any hockey and then it's going right into all-star break so we're gonna we... try and get a guest for the break we won't yes. say because we don't know yeah, if that gonna... will happen but we're gonna try oh yeah, yeah okay. we're gonna work on yeah we're Leo gonna work Carlson on a is coming on the pod <laughs> it's, a, it's a guess Carlson. we've been talking about getting for a while you yeah. you might know them they're they're pretty popular on the on the x app on, the on, on hockey twitter but yeah we're gonna or we're gonna try x. to get that uh worked out so that will probably be uh if it happens that'll be next week's episode we'll just say, well right next week's or the, or the week after week after during week the after okay so yeah next week um will be your normal stuff and then the following will probably have something hopefully something special yeah um but yeah that's all from us episode 72 Follow us everywhere at Late Arrivals Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm going to go Subscribe lap on wherever. 714. Subscribe wherever you can. Leave us a rating and review. Trying to trying to pump up some reviews here and ratings on Apple. Because we have a decent amount on uh, Spotify. And I feel like we're getting more listens lately on Apple, but we're not getting more um, like reviews and ratings. So if you're listening on Apple podcasts, if you don't mind spending maybe like 30 seconds to a minute, just leaving a rating for us, maybe you appreciate it, just, it. Maybe a review. Even maybe if it says great success, that's good enough for us. Your, your nice review could just be, yeah, your review could just be five stars and you could just write cool. That's it. <laughs> vibes. Do, do you know vibes. Just put cream. Yeah. Just cream. Just cream. <laughs> If you want to put our promos in there, <laughs> lap, lap 10. Yeah. Lap, LEP. But yeah, make sure you're following Late Arrivals everywhere. Subscribe wherever you can. Like I said, leave a rating review. Follow Inside the Rink um, as well on socials and their YouTube channel where you can find our episodes. And that is it from us. We will see you next week. Shout out, Connor. Miss you. Go Missy Ravens, Connor. baby. Connor's still Lamar alive. Jackson. He is still alive. He's still, he's still he's, breathing. We he's just in break. my basement. That's why I've been on. Instead <laughs> yeah. of him. Jack fed him. He's okay. Yeah, he's well fed. He's doing fine. <laughs> he had canes. Go Niners. Yeah. Go Ravens. I love Lamar Jackson. He's my hero. Okay. <laughs> All right. See you Bye. next week. Bye. Bye. You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.